this is The Guardian. I'm Jane Lee, coming to you from Wurundjeri Land, and this is another bonus episode of Full Story for the football fans. Australia's made it through to the quarterfinal of the Women's World Cup. The Matildas knocked Denmark out of the tournament and will face off against France later this afternoon. Today, Guardian Australia's assistant sport editor Joe Kahn is here to get you ready to watch the game. It's Saturday, the 12th of August. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Joe, I hear that you're a long-time Matildas fan. How's it been for you following the World Cup? It's been incredible. It, it's kind of hard to put into words what it's been like having the World Cup in Australia. Not something that I honestly ever thought I would experience. I played football growing up and watched it with, with my dad. And, yeah, if you'd told me back then that I'd be following the World Cup on home soil and seeing the Matildas play the way they have in front of the crowds that they've gotten as well. I just wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, I mean, the Matildas' last match against Denmark attracted, I think, the biggest Australian television audience this year. It's It beat the State of Origin and the AFL Grand Final with, I think, over 3 million viewers on average. That's pretty huge. It's massive and it's bigger than I think people predicted. We did think that there would be sort of an increase in interest once it started. Before the tournament, Things were maybe a little bit slow. There wasn't that much talk about it. There was some media coverage, but once that first game happened, uh, you know, World Cup fever really took hold and it's just grown so much since then. And even now we're seeing with the next game happening on Saturday afternoon, the Channel 7 are making some adjustments to their AFL schedule and also the news bulletin in order to accommodate the Matildas game. Wow. So, yeah, just incredible. I have to confess I only just started tuning in, um, but I'm well and truly hooked now. Australia's first knockout match was against Denmark earlier this week and they won 2-0. And I have to say, even though I'm no expert, they didn't look that solid against them, even though they did win 2-0. Did you find that as well, Joe? 
Yeah, there's a couple of things that I took from that. The first thing is I think that they did have a bit of a shaky first 15, 20 minutes and Mm. they just kind of didn't quite find their groove. And then there was a little bit of a reset with um, the the captain, Steph Catley. She got some medical treatment on the pitch and the teams were able to kind of get into a little huddle and, you know, don't know what was said then, but when they came out from that, they were playing, you know, much more clinical football and, So I think that reset really helped. But the other thing with that is that if you sort of compare their game against Denmark to the one against Canada, I think the biggest difference is honestly the opposition. So when they played Canada in that final group game, Canada just just didn't show up. And and they're such a great team. They have such great players, but they just weren't able to uh, match the intensity of Australia in that game. In comparison, Denmark did challenge them and threaten them at times, particularly Mm. in that opening part of the game. Their star striker, Penilla Harder, looked quite dangerous. And then a, a few times throughout the rest of the game, they they were able to do that as well. Um, so I think that was probably the, the biggest difference. Mm. Well, Caitlin Ford and Hayley Rasso both scored for Australia in that game. And I know they're quickly becoming household names now. Can you tell us a little bit more about both of them? So Caitlin Ford and Hayley Rasso are part of what's called the golden generation of, of Matildas. They've, they've both been around for about a decade in the senior women's national team. Uh, and they also both play in Europe. So Caitlin Ford plays for Arsenal and Hayley Rasso has actually just signed with Real Madrid. She's the first Australian ever to, to sign with um, the Spanish team. Mm. So you know, they're big names globally now. Hayley Rasso uh, is, has a really interesting story because she she's come up through the A-Leagues, the Domestic Football League in Australia, before going overseas. Uh, she's played in the US and, and at Manchester City until recently. And she actually broke her back in a game. She, she fractured, uh, I think, two vertebrae in her back wow. in 2018. That's not that long ago. No, it's really not that long ago. Wow. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know, it's not that long ago from today, but even when it happened, mm. you know, she was wondering whether she would be able to come back from that, you know, mm. to, to her normal life, let alone her professional football career. Yeah. And she was able to do that within a year. Amazing. So she played for Australia in the 2019 World Cup as well. And, I mean, Caitlin Ford is, she's an incredible, incredible striker. She works so well with Sam Kerr for the national team, but she played with Steph Catley at Arsenal, so the Australian captain, uh, and their incredible combo there. And, yeah, I mean, alongside Sam Kerr, Alana Kennedy, Steph Catley, there's some incredible players who we're really lucky to be able to watch in our own country this tournament. (laughs) Well, speaking of Sam Kerr, you know, the fans went crazy when she was brought in in the last few minutes of that game against Denmark, but it was only in the last few minutes. So she didn't get much time on the field. But does this mean she's officially back? Could she play in the quarterfinals today against France? She definitely could. I think she is back. Uh, it was it was great to see her come on the pitch against Denmark, even just for a few moments. I mean, the crowd reaction just yeah. to the side of her warming up was yeah. Was I'm pretty, pretty sure there was a camera on her the whole time, yeah. just waiting for her to like yeah. take her jacket off. And I mean, one of our reporters was also specifically watching her the whole time, <laughs> and that just goes to show like how big she is and how important she is. Mm. She did have a couple of sort of dodgy touches when she came on the field, but you know, it was it was her first minutes in this World Cup, so sure. that's understandable. I think she will play. I mean, I think she has to play. She's one of the best strikers in the world, if not the best striker, and it's a must-win game for Australia to continue in the World Cup. I just 
I can't see why she wouldn't. The challenge for the coach, Tony Gustafsson, will be how she fits into this team who have now played two really great games in the formation that they have without her. Mm. So where she comes in, whether maybe she comes off the bench for Australia, we'll have to wait and see. Next, what can we expect from France in the quarterfinal? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Turning more to this game today, France has been one of the favourites to win the World Cup and in their last match they beat Morocco 4-0. And much has been said about Australia's strikers like Sam Kerr, but do you think Australia's defence will be strong enough to handle the French? I think it's going to be really tough. France have some incredible strikers, their whole team, incredible players. Uh, up front they've got Le Sommet, they've got Diani, they have Kenza Dali. Uh, and of course, their you know incredible captain at the back, uh, Wendy Renard. I think uh, Alana Kennedy and Claire Hunt, who are our two uh, centre backs in defence, will have their work cut out for them. That's for sure. But we have played them already, and while we can't put too much weight on the win, which was a friendly game before the World Cup started, right? So it didn't count towards the tournament at all. It didn't count, and it's also just like a very different context is different pressure the teams are in different places in terms of where their training was at mm. so while we can't sort of take that result what we can take from that is that they've had the experience playing against those players seeing a little bit how they work on the pitch and the other thing which is really helpful for Australia well it goes both ways for Australia and France in this game is that a lot of these players play together at club level right so in France uh in the women's super league in England a lot of them know how each other plays. So I think both teams will be hoping to use that. And, you know, for people like me who are just starting to get into the World Cup now and trying to get our heads around it, how do Australia and France stack up against each other as teams? As you mentioned, some of the players have played against each other on different teams, but how do this particular combination of, of players on both sides kind of stack up? So I guess one thing we can look at is their their rankings. Like we know... On paper, France are a really strong team of really strong players. They're ranked fifth in the world. Australia's ranked 10th in the world. But we also know from this World Cup that those rankings don't necessarily translate on the field. And I think the other thing that's important to note about France is that they perhaps didn't start so well in this tournament. They're a bit of a slow start. They had a, an early draw uh, with Jamaica, which was, you know, incredible credit to Jamaica for, for holding them to that goalless draw. 
but they have amped up since then and they're looking really, really strong and they're hitting form at the right time. And a lot of people are saying that that this team under Hervé Renard, the coach, have sort of bounced back from what was a fairly rough patch in for the French, French national team. Uh, about a year ago, the players had issues with their former coach and several of them stepped away from the national side and, and didn't want to play anymore. Mm. When the new coach, Hervé Renard, when he was brought in, some of those players came back and it really looks like it's a rejuvenated team. Uh, they have so much energy and I think they have improved and they're looking much more clinical and strong now than they were at the start of the tournament. So it sounds like France is going to be a really strong team tonight then. Last week we had our colleague Kieran Pender on and he, you know, predicted that Australia would win against Denmark and he hoped that his words wouldn't come back to haunt him. Do you have any predictions for today's game that you want to throw out there? Oh, I'm so loath to make predictions. Uh, I am nervous for Australia. I think I think that France could win, but I would... I would love to be proven wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so hoping against hope that they do win against France, who do the Matildas play next? If the Matildas do make it into the semifinals, they're going to face the winner of England uh, versus Colombia, who are playing later tonight in Sydney, uh, and that semifinal would be next Wednesday. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens this afternoon and later tonight. And whatever the outcome, it's still going to be a really exciting World Cup and we've still got many more games to go. Great. Thanks so much for your time, Joe. Thanks for having me. That was Joe Kahn, Assistant Sport Editor for Guardian Australia. You can find a live blog of the Matildas game against France as well as Joe's match report at theguardian.com later today. This episode was produced by myself and Daniel Simo, who also did the sound design and mixing. And the executive producer was Miles Martignoni. I'm Jane Lee. Catch you next time. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.